0: Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Actors Inspiration with Amber Wegner. I am so excited to bring today's interview to you on the other line. I have an amazing actor that has been seen on shows like All Rise, For the People, Jane the Virgin, Scorpion, Dexter, Grey's Anatomy, and so much more. Julie Lancaster, how are you? I'm so great today. Thanks, Amber. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I am so excited to hear your actor journey because as we know, I met you through Ogie Durham and I know that you have a successful acting career, but I really don't know much about it. So I am super excited to jump into your journey and how you have gotten, you know, to be where you are today. You've had like a 15 year acting career, if not more. And so Mm -hmm. where did it
1: all begin? It actually began in Dallas, which is where I'm from. I uh, I always wanted to be an actor and it was sort of a secret of mine. Maybe maybe I'm not alone in that. Yeah. Um I grew up uh you know my mom used to I finally told her that's what I wanted to do and I had dreams of becoming the next, you know, of as we all do, Meryl Streep or at that time Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio and Annette Bening were mm-hmm. coming from the New York theater scene and so I really wanted to go to Yale, and I had the application in my, in my nightstand, and I would look at it, and um, I, uh, well, I, I was going to tell you a story, but <laughs> <laughs> the, way that I, the way that I ended up telling my mom, I didn't want to tell her, um, and, and I finally said, I just, I want to be an actor, and she said, oh, Julie, you do not want to be an, an actor. All actors are druggies. <laughs> Yep. Uh, Well, I mean, she's not wrong. There, there's a lot of them. (laughs) Um, But basically the message was that that was an unstable and unacceptable way of life.
0: And what age was it that you, you actually finally told her that's what you wanted to do?
1: I was in high school because I wanted, I wanted to go to college and study and study theater. Um, And I, you know, the messaging was to be sweet and nice Mm -hmm. and, that really didn't allow for opinions or having a voice, mm-hmm. and I to be able to express myself. But honestly, I didn't even know who I was. Yeah. So, um, so I did what they wanted, and I went to Baylor University. I don't know why we're not Baptists, right? And <laughs> in, in Waco, Texas, and I somehow graduated. But I graduated with in museum studies. Interesting. In the arts, um, it was interesting. Uh, I was actually the first person in that program, and I and it was in the Strucker Museum in the basement uh, of like this museum with no air, and I would always fall asleep. That's hilarious. That <laughs> oh, was hilarious. Um, and then when I came back to Dallas, um, I started working at an acting studio called KD Studio. Um, it was I, if anybody's ever Kim Dawson was a huge mogul modeling agency and had an offshoot talent uh-huh. division. And she was dear friends with Kathy Tyner, and Kathy started this KD studio. So Kim Dawson, it stands for Kim Dawson. And I started working there, and my job was to interview people. And they would come in, and I would say, look, if acting is your dream, you don't want to put it off. Like, you're, you don't want to look back and think, wow, I could have done it, and 10 years have passed, and now it's too late. And at, all the while, I'm talking to myself, right? Of course. Yeah, so they had an associate program which I entered. I quit. I said, Kathy, I'm quitting, but I'm going to go to school here. And so I did a after I got my bachelor's in museum studies, I went on to do 14 month program, um, an associate of applied arts degree at Katie Studio. Wow. Um, and that was awesome. And the teachers there were fantastic. And I had some great experiences. And um, and even that was when JFK was filming and she got Kevin Costner to come speak. And of course we were all just
0: wow, hanging
1: on every breath and just so in love with him. Yeah. Um, and,
0: and I mean, I know now acting, I don't know what it was like when you were, you know, just finishing your BA, but it's like acting is everywhere. It's in every state. And I know there's, you know, people travel all the time for work. Was there a, a large at, like uh, filming community at the time that you were there? Yes. That's a good yeah.
1: question. There actually was I was able to get my SAG card. I ended up doing four national spots. Nice. Uh, and it was really cool because they had uh, little studios within the complex at Katie studio. And I got to know all the casting people who were fantastic, like yep. Chris Nicolau and Kevin Howard and Michael Berry and Amy Lancaster. These were people that were casting a lot there. And I became their friends. And then when I when I went to school there, they would bring me in. Yeah. Um. And and I could say, what's the deal? What are they really looking for? And you know, Chris would say, smile a lot, <laughs> or I'll whatever it. it was. You know. And uh, so that was great. And I was able to make money. And then one one day, I was sitting in the lobby, and there was a girl that was in our program that talked about going up to audition to get into Circle in the Square. And I just, it was one of those moments yep. where I thought, oh, I have to do that. Mm-hmm. It just was. There was just a knowing. And before I knew it. I two of the my colleagues at KD and I flew up to we had a place to stay, flew up to New York. Jenny and Julie, I forget Julie's last name, but Jenny was fantastic a musician and Uh wanted to act. And and we went up there and auditioned and I got on the waiting list. I was in the last slot, the last day for auditions. And I'll never forget Ted Mann, who was artistic director at Circle in the Square, came out and chatted with me and And I just decided to move up there. I was like, I don't care. I'm going to move up there. So moved out of Dallas to New York. And then I called Colin, who was head of Circle at that time, and said, I just want you to know that I'm here. Mm -hmm. And he said, oh, wait, hold on a second. You're, wait, you're here in New York? You moved here? And I said, yeah, I'm here. So, and he put me on hold and came back and he said, we have a spot for you.
0: (gasps) Amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I ended up going to Circle in the Square for two years. And Circle is a great program um we had a lot of really talented people some of you probably know like Matt Matt Lillard was in our class and mm-hmm. um it was just great same teachers from Juilliard really amazing and the first year i felt like oh god everybody knows more than me they've gotten their ba in theater that voice that tells us that we're not sure. as good as other people um and they kind of tear you down the first year and the second year they build you up and mm-hmm. i started to be able to really express myself and alan langdon i remember to me, he used to like to do as if, you know, and he would get in and get in my way while we were doing scene study and really get me to express my emotions because it was really hard for me. Yeah. And, uh, and, and he validated me and said, you know, you've really gotten, so you've come such a long way with expressing yourself. And I love the way he put that. Very sure. kind.
0: And how amazing um, to have shown up to Los, or excuse me, to New York already in SAG. Like that is incredible, right? Oh like, my God. Such a gift. Yes. Yeah.
1: And yes. that's and it. go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was going to say in, in Dallas at that time, you joined SAG-AFTRA. Uh-huh. So I was a member of AFTRA as well. And I was able to do soap operas and stuff when I got to New York. There wasn't a lot going on in New York. There was like, there was Law & Order, which was the big TV show shooting. Sure. In, and everybody wanted to do Law and & Order and then soap operas yeah so, yeah and
0: soap operas is it is quite the education if I'm not mistaken like you get you know those actors that are you know on the show as principals for a long time get a lot of pages and a little bit of time like was that like a boot camp workout for you or was it, it was. you find it and really easy
1: I I didn't ever I was never a contract player okay but I was able to work on each show several times and nice. yeah it's a lot of repetition it's 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 hard the, the the actors that are on it you know will improvise a little bit they don't it's you know it's so repetitious um but yeah and they and they used to say oh my god this is like the golden handcuff because they were making such good money sure but again it's that it is it is a boot camp and um it was great it was great i got to meet a lot of neat people and really love that it was it was a lot of fun so um yeah and then when i did law and order i felt like oh, okay now I feel like I, I've, I worked really hard for that too. Yeah. um One of the things I've learned along the way is to, to really show up for myself and there, mm. you know, it's progress, not perfection. And what that means right. for me is if I, if I don't give myself the time to really absorb the material and learn it, then I'm going to have that voice. It's like, you don't know what you're doing. Yep. So it's really important to whether it's work with a coach or, Um, What I've learned recently, actually, is that I am less of a visual learner than I am an auditory learner.
0: Yes, I can relate. Can you? Yep,
1: absolutely. 110%. Yeah, and I I wish I had known that earlier. Um, Because if I'm looking at the page, I'll think about the words in my head while I'm doing it if I'm Mm not 100%. But if I can record it on a voice memo with my husband Mm -hmm. or somebody else and then record it with spaces, I can just take a long walk and listen to it and and practice. Yeah, yeah.
0: no, and I'm the the exact same way. You know, there's definitely some, um, you know, Ogi taught me a lot about the imagination work. So I, I am able to implement some of that into the work that I do. But as soon as I found the Cold Read app, It changed my life because what I like to do is get my audition and literally uh, record it onto the app ASAP and just start running the lines, just start running the lines, like getting it in my head. And I, so yes, hearing it and, and, and just repetition for me is just like, yeah, that's, that's, that's my sweet spot. And then I can do some imagination work. Then I can set the stage once I've got it in my, in my brain.
1: Yes, yes. And and I studied with Diana Castle as well. And that imaginal work is so healthy. Sure uh, it is. You know, yeah, to build so the healthy. world and yeah, yeah, yeah. All of and it. Why and why I... am I saying this particular word? Why yes. this word? Yes. And what's yeah. what's the clue in there? And what's yeah. the clue? What's the clue of the character description? Not that I want to fall into what do they want me to be because that's a trap. But mm-hmm. what are the clues that I can pick up from this that can really, like that I can throw into my creativity pot that can start my imagination going?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And so, um, so New York, so then you end up in LA because you're based out of Los Angeles now, right? What was that transition moving from New York to Los Angeles?
1: Yeah. So I was longing to be, um, well, like I said, I had done, I did, uh, Law and Order. And I, it was, I did it with Angie Harmon. It was when she was on. Nice. And uh, yeah. And then I got to, I got to do a day player on Stepmom and oh. I had, which was a total honor and was so much fun. And it was a small cast. So, um, and so I was thinking about it every, every, the agents that I was working with and in New York at that time, you could, you didn't have to sign. You could work with several agents. Sure. Um, And there was an agency that said, well, we've been working with you a while. We would love to sign you. And looking back, I I think I said, well, I'm not so sure. And they, they looked shocked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she said, what is it you really want to do? And I said, well, I'd like to do more TV and film. And they, and Mm -hmm. the question that was always posed was why then are you in New York? New Mm -hmm. York is a theater town. Um, So I kept hearing about all of the work that was in LA compared to what was in New York. And Honestly, at that time, I just was hungry for sun and nature. And I had two cats at the time that I just dreamed of getting out to, well, I was obviously projecting. I wanted to get them out into the sun so they could hear the birds before they passed away because they were yes. getting older. Yes. Um So I ended up, uh, this was another gotcha, really. That's what I like to call it when things sure. sort of open up, um, was that there was a woman that I heard that was looking to swap apartments. So, yes. I didn't have to make a dramatic shift. We swapped apartments. She had an apartment in What's Hollywood. I said, The problem is, I don't have a car. She said, You can use my car. <gasps> um, so, I Amazing. came out. Amazing. Yeah. And I came out. Somebody watched my cats for a while. And then I needed my computer and my. We extended the stay and I came out and I booked a commercial that paid for my trip. Wow. Um, yeah. I had signed with Acme back, they're no longer, but I was with Acme Theatrical. Um, and Rodney Farrell was my rep and it was, this was a weird thing too. He was, I, I had gotten this, uh, food network show before I left New York and it was, it was going to be, it was going to be called, this is what, what's in your fridge. Mm -hmm. And it was me and this cook and I had never really thought about hosting, but I loved it. And I was his sidekick. And we did a couple of episodes. One was with Dr. Ruth. And he was renewing, he was looking over my contract on the subway. And it was back in the day when there was a gang. And they would, uh, the gangs would like sl- use the razor to like cut people's faces oh my on the subway. Gosh. And they cut Rodney's face while he was <gasps> looking at my contract. And like, it was a horrible thing. I think Rodney was ready to get out of town. So Rodney and I both came to LA. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah crazy and so when i booked that commercial that was another i i signed with acme commercially with emily hope webster who was incredible and started doing a lot of commercials and yeah. then acme started sending me out and it really began a different type of journey and i was able to make a living as an actor however sag went on strike mm-hmm. for about eight months at that time and i and i got a job driving back before uber back before any of that stuff it was for beverly hills gourmet and i would pick up food from nice restaurants and take them to all these amazing houses and uh, and it was great it was 5 to 9 30 and i really got to know la and i was driving around this little car that was not mine <laughs> I Dick <love> it. <laughs> so i i learned a lot it was it was great um it was before the I would call Mark, the guy at Beverly Hills Gourmet, and say, "I'm lost. Where am I? I'm up in the Bird Streets." It was I, I had to. It was when we had to get out the maps and look at them, as opposed to being able to plug in the address on your phone.
0: Yes. So it was quite yes. a
1: learning experience. And I got into class. I got into class with a guy named Tom Totteroff, um, and I had been in class with the Barrow Group in New York City for. I've always been in class. Same. Um, yeah, and. And then I got into the class with Diana Castle, mm-hmm. who talks about the imagination. And she has a really different perspective on, quote, unquote, learning lines. She really wants you to down the first time and really absorb what you're saying mm-hmm. uh, and not just start typing in what, you're, what, what are my lines and, mm-hmm. and really approaching it differently that to get it into the body and to know why you're saying things and really absorb it. So, But it was healthy. It was healthy for me, and I still... I still take that with me. And this idea of not an audition, but an opportunity, changing the the words, um, that there's no there's no big opportunity. They're all the same. Like Mm -hmm. I think I was thinking about that this morning. We always hear there are no small parts. And Mm -hmm. I would like to say sometimes there are small parts, but that doesn't mean that the life of that person that you're that you're playing has a small life.
0: Yes, it's Um, so true. Or that the opportunity that might come with that smaller role may not turn into
1: something grand. Like how many times do you hear? Yes, that's right. That's actually what happened to me with Everybody Hates Chris. Uh I went in for a uh, for a quote unquote one line and it was for a reporter and I ended up doing seven episodes as their ditzy reporter.
0: That's amazing. Yes. I noticed that on the Everybody Hates Chris, there was also like a self-title. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. What did she do on Everybody Hates Chris? So that's really interesting.
1: Well, Ali, one of the the creators of the show with Chris Rock, thought I was a news reporter. (laughs) They thought they were hiring a real news reporter because I, I think I used it in my slate or... Uh, they wrote it in where I would say, hello, I'm Julie Lancaster reporting from Compton or whatever, you know, yes. bedside. And that's why IMDB has me listed for self under Everybody Hates Chris. I've tried to say that I was playing a role, but it's named that's me. That's
0: amazing. Just, yeah, That is um, amazing.
1: <laughs> and then one time I was standing with curlers in my hair. It was one of the days they had one of the guys from Earth, Wind & Fire. It wasn't Maurice. It was, um, Oh, gosh, I can't remember And He's fantastic. We were standing on the street corner about to shoot the scene, and Ali came up and was chatting. And uh, and it came up that I wasn't a real reporter. He was like, you're not a real reporter? And I was like, no. I'm a real actress. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. That was a great experience.
0: Well, and you mentioned in your slate... Julie Lancaster reporting from that's like a fun tip or a fun idea to do in a slate that, you know, actually sold them that you were that do you have like little, um, you know, when it comes to self taping, because we are in a self taping world, as we know, like, is there a some people actually prefer to sit down, some people prefer to stand up, it, you know, sometimes it depends on the role. Do you kind of have like a go to little signature thing that that you bring to your self tapes that that you feel helps you stand out
1: that well it's a creative process it's become yeah. I've I, I I sort of hated self tapes at the beginning mm-hmm. um we don't have an extra room where we can have a setup and I mm-hmm. wish we did so we move my my chaise lounge we move the table we take the thing off the wall and then we we my I say we my husband and I yeah. help each other because he's an actor too oh when I didn't I, know that we, Yes, yes. What I we actually met doing three plays at um at the, in Beverly Hills in one year as husband and wife, and we had, and we made it official. That's um, rad. Yeah. So that's another thing I, I love doing theater. I haven't been able to do theater in a long time, but it's it's always a way to keep keep you know working out. Sure. Um, but I would say when I am able to have real moments mm. that are sort of recreated from being in a room where, Mm -hmm. you know, we can't like edit it or um, those, those, those are the takes that I, that I think, Oh, I should just send that, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, when I, when I sometimes do send those, it's hard. It's, you know, as we all know, it's hard being the editor, the producer, the lighting designer and and the actor all at the same time, and then editing it and sending it off and choosing. I think there's a talent. I think for me, when I watch it back, I I make sure that it, even for me and my husband, that the beginning five, ten seconds feel solid. Because you're yes. not going to watch it, you know. And um, and having a solid, where am I coming from, a solid moment before um, is really key. And what I've done, too, if I get like a overnight guest star mm-hmm. that has a ton of dialogue, I will put it on the teleprompter and... Just stay really still and just say the words. Yes. <laughs> you know, especially if it's like for NCIS or um and a lot of I jargon. The, yeah. And then what I've learned kind of out of a not so easy way is that if it's a Zoom callback, that looking at the reader isn't doesn't help me. Mm-hmm. That it's the eye line is a little more down. So I've I've decided to pick a spot that was similar to the one that I had to start with. Yes. The, to off, just slightly off to the right. And, um, and that way I'm not, it's because it's, it's so this whole process of looking through zoom, it's not really like we're going to connect, like we're in the room. Totally. So just to use his voice instead uh-huh. of try and connect with him. Um, and I've learned that the hard way. Cause I, I got off and I just, I had a call back for NCIS actually not too long ago. and, and I, you know, it's hard for us. I, for me, if I'm standing up waiting for 45 minutes, my energy, this would happen too when I would be in rooms waiting to go in for a callback or something. My energy kind of gets a little, I've got to get up and move and get my blood pumping and deal with the cortisol levels that are starting to rise in my oh, system. Yeah. Um, because what happened is when it was finally my time to go up, my heart started pounding. And, and when my heart starts pounding, if I don't have those words 100%, Mm. then something it'll go out the window. And and then it's not, I'm not having an experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Who knows what it looks like to them. But um, so picking a spot that feels familiar and kind of knowing the blocking of it. Yes. it, It helps me. Yeah, that no, that, that's,
0: that's great. No, it totally does. Because again, when you're looking at the zoom screen, they don't know like where, where you could be looking off to the side and that could be looking at the reader. Like, you know, you just don't know, like everybody positions yeah. themselves differently in the screen. So it's best just to set it up so that it makes
1: sense for you so that you can do your best work. Yes. And you know what, that I, I have a couple of girlfriends and, uh, one of them reached out and said, Hey, let's do a practice session, zoom call back. I will mm. arrange it. Let's do it like we're really doing it. And we learn because it really is technical. Yes. Yes. There's no, there's no freedom from being in the room and connecting that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. You still need your point where your reader is and then the camera's going to record you. So what do you want the camera to see? Your eyes down. Like if you're looking at the reader, if he's super low, then it's like, they're not seeing your eyes. So right. yes, like make it be so that they can see your eyes just like in a, in an audition. Yeah. That's brilliant.
1: And if they're reading two or three roles and you're playing to them, then yeah. you know where your points are. Use, use little stickums on the computer for different spots. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. So, you can actually
1: make it all work to your benefit if
0: you're, if you're willing to do a little extra setup.
1: Yeah. So I, so to answer your question, I don't know that I have any real tips for like capturing attention. Uh, the thing that comes to mind is when have an accident and really they'll get to see a snapshot of me, of yeah. me then that's when it works best.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. You say that. I just recently did an audition where I was in the middle of it and like something literally slid down my wall and like my face <laughs> changed and I looked to the wall and then I just continued. Cause I was like, that happened, you know, and I actually <laughs> sent in it as one of the takes because I thought it was hilarious. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Why not send the real moments? You know? <laughs> that's right.
1: Right. Again, it's so, tricky. Yeah,
0: it is tricky, and I wanted to congratulate you on the um, show that you did, the Calif- a California Christmas, and then the California California Christmas City Lights. California Christmas was number one on Netflix for a while. So congratulations on that amazing accomplishment.
1: That was such a gift. That was such a gift. I I can't say enough about Lauren Swickard and her husband Josh. Um, I I met Lauren in a makeup chair while I was doing a, a, a show called, a, a movie for a lifetime called um, Killer Twin, I think. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and I, we were just talking about dreams and the imagination, and I said, oh, my God. She, she said something about writing a script under a pen name and submitting it and I just thought that was the coolest thing because she yeah. didn't want to be seen as an actor. Um, and then somewhere along the way, I said, oh, they were talking about Christmas movies. And I said, I would love to do a Christmas movie. I've never gotten to do a Christmas movie yet. Yeah. And she said, well, my script is a Christmas movie. We need pretty moms in, a Christmas, in Christmas movies. And we just, yes. that was it. And then th- the pandemic happened. And I don't know. I, something... I commented on something on Instagram from Uh her. And then she DM'd me and said, Oh my God, I'm so glad that I saw you on Instagram. I didn't have your number and I have a role for you in a California Christmas. Oh my gosh. I know, I know. And she said, I want you to play Amy. It would be Joseph, Josh's mom. And there, I would love to have you read for the mom who has a lung, a lung cancer. And honestly, at that time, I was like, I'm not, I'll, I'll totally put it on tape. Um, But I, I immediately, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, Amber, where you have a choice and, and maybe it's the quote unquote smaller role, but you just like, I was like, no, that's, that's me. I can do yeah. that yeah and um so I put myself on tape for that, and I'm so glad they ended up going with Amanda Detmer. She was priceless and wonderful in that, and it all worked out perfectly and I got to go leave my little cocoon in July of that year. It was so weird. I drove, and it was scary, you know, we were all so honkered down, and yeah, but it was such a gift. it was such a gift. I got to go stay at a hotel and yes. um you know up up in the wine country and for like a week. I love um, it and go do that and then drove home and it turned out to be such a huge success and then i think lauren is actually writing a third one right now she just that's
0: amazing and again saying yes to an opportunity little did you know that it would turn into number two and now possibly number three it's like you just never know where the gig is going to go
1: well that's true and i don't know where the where the story will go or if they'll like my character got to sort of be redeemed i was I would say the antagonist in the Uh first one. And then in the second one, I was off in Tahiti. It was uh, a much smaller segment, but I was able to give love to my son and appreciation. So who knows? But uh, I love them so much. And again, that was just, I really, I really feel like when we can be authentic and connect to our human beings out of love, the opportunities are endless. It's really not about looking for you know, running around feeling hungry and um, like, where's mine? And it's really shifting to allowing, and we don't know, we don't know what our road's going to look like. Yep. And if we can just, if I can come from that place of abundance and um, not knowing that mm-hmm. there's a plan that's probably greater than I could ever imagine, mm-hmm. um, then things, you know, work out. And so it's a gratitude practice for sure. Yeah, oh I love that so
0: much and and it was so nice to have that um um the California Christmas that came out during pandemic because I think I know for myself people were craving something to feel good. You know, and it was such a feel good. And um so it was so nice, you know, anytime I I I needed something, you know, light, you know, it was so nice that that was available. So thank you for helping create something that was re- you know, really lighthearted and a feel good story.
1: It's such a good story, and they're so great, and I just feel so happy to have been a part of it. I didn't do anything except just show up, and uh, hey, you contributed yeah. big
0: time to the story. So <laughs> I like to be respectful of everybody's time and keep these, you know, episodes close to thirty minutes. But before you know, I close or we let you know get off. Did you um, have anything that you wanted to talk about that I haven't brought up? or any parting words of encouragement as this is Actors Inspiration Podcast, how would you like to leave us off today?
1: um, There is something that I would like to say. I would like to say that somewhere along the way, I realized, now this may be a little heavy for just ending and just getting off, but that I was engaging in coping mechanisms that were not healthy and wouldn't allow me to be my highest self. Mm-hmm. And that, so when I would go into rooms, I didn't feel confident. I was sort of in self center fear. And so 25 or so years ago, I stopped drinking mm-hmm. and that has allowed me to be my most authentic self and sort of to, uh, you know, so I would say to anybody listening, if there's something that, that in your mind, you're thinking that should probably do less of that. Then mm-hmm. Maybe that's not a normal thought to have. Maybe that's something to really take seriously and to think like, what is, what would it be like if I could let that go and Mm -hmm. live life on life's terms and really like tell the truth and let go of that? Because we're, we're here for a limited amount of time and yeah, you know, no regrets.
0: Yeah. And I love that you mentioned that and thank you for bringing that up. And, you know, I have met so many, whether it be met in person or read autobiography or heard of or seen out, you know, that are, uh, either sober or have done a life-changing experience that has allowed um, opportunity to get out of their own way, you know, whether it be getting um, mental health, you know, uh, checked, you know, making sure that if you need therapy, you're taking therapy. If you have a chemical imbalance that you're taking medication, if you are drinking too much, then maybe you look into maybe doing some sobriety. Like, Checking in with yourself and getting out of your own way because, let you know, you've talked about the voices and the things in mm-hmm. our head that you know are really crushing, and we don't need to make life harder than it can already
1: be, right? That's right. And to get and therapy, absolutely, it's it, that is something that I've engaged in for years and years and years, and it has helped me to recognize those those different parts of me that maybe they were built up as a defense and they're no longer needed. It's like, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't, th- thanks for sharing. I, I, I hear you and I'm going to follow this other voice. Yeah. So listen, exactly. listen for the whisper, you know, the, noise. yes,
0: Yes. Oh, I love that so, so, so much. Now, if people want to follow you along your journey, do you do social media? Is there a place where people can follow along and watch your so fantastic career?
1: <laughs> I'd say mostly on Instagram. I'm Julie okay. Lancaster Morris. Okay. That's my married name. And then I do, you know, I don't really post a lot on Twitter. I, I'm more of a voyeur than I am a participant, sure. um, but it's Castor Cat on Twitter.
0: Beautiful.
1: Um, yeah. Beautiful. Well, Julie, thank you so much for and the Amber, time. I could have continued so this uh, interview for an hour <laughs> and a half, but I do love to be respectful of people's times and I totally um, understand and it was a joy. Thank you for asking me. I appreciate it, Amber. My pleasure. I always
0: close every episode by saying if nobody else tells you today, I believe in you. Go create Aww. some miracles and always believe that you can.
1: Have a thank beautiful you. day Same to you. Thanks, Amber. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.